Tim back here with you to introduce a best of show. Yes, doing the best of show on a Thursday for everyone. Sideshow Freaks are going to get a brand new episode of DV a little bit later today. And then, of course, I'll be back on Friday for another new episode for everyone. The classic antiqued patinaed episode of DV I have for you today comes from uh, all the way back in 2017. Now, longtime listeners of the show know I'm uh, kind of obsessed with the alphabet. Over the years, I have decided that some letters just aren't even needed anymore. We, you know, I, I really tried to condense the alphabet down. I've tried to rearrange letters of the alphabet the way certain letters are pronounced, you know, sounded out. I have a lot of thoughts and opinions on the topic. Well, apparently what started all of this was a clip I played from a a well-known Utard who is, in fact, a crazy person. It's all starting to make sense, huh? I get all of my dumb ideas from the morons I feature on the show. And this is a big moron. He's such a moron, he literally changed his name to the N-word. David Super N-Word. It's a great program, very entertaining. Take a listen. Oh, you know, there there may be an utterance of the N-word or two, if you're sensitive to, you know, it's his name. He was somehow legally able to change his name. There's some sort of clerical loophole he exploited. Uh, so, yeah, you know, if you're sensitive about that word, <laughs> uh, you might want to skip this episode of DV. Actually, you might just, you, you might not want to listen to DV at all. Find a different podcast. I hear The Office Ladies is really good this week. They're recapping episode number 392. Anyway, I will be back later today again for Sideshow members with a brand new episode of DV. Until then, enjoy this bullshit. Today's episode of Distorted View Daily is brought to you by Trojan Ultra Relax Fit Condoms. Whether you're a brother who likes to sag or a thrill seeker who wants a condom with an unreliable hold to play pregnancy roulette with, Trojan Ultra Relax Fits are designed with oversized latex tubing, a flared base, and a reverse tapered tip to ensure maximum minimum hold. Trojan Relax Low-Rise Loose Fits. You won't even know it's on. You should actually check regularly to make sure it's still on. Distorted View Daily proudly presents Lusting After Your Mother-In-Law. This is my mother-in-law's house. This is her bed. I wish she was right here. That's my talk right inside her. Yeah, baby. Yeah, you want to I want to fuck you, don't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 63 years old, the fucking lady's hot. Oh, this is where she sleeps right here. I'm rubbing my cock all over her fucking pillow and blanket. So when she comes in, she can sleep. She can smell a fucking... Fucking smell of my balls and my cock and my pre-cum all over her face. Yeah, this is where I want to fuck the shit out of her, man. Someday I will. Hey, freaks, it's Wednesday, April 12th, 2017. Coming up on the program today, a stand-up comedian crashes and burns. Plus, what's the deal with the alphabet? No, seriously, what's the deal with the alphabet? Little girls are encouraged to play hold and poke the sausage. And how much is human skin worth? All coming up today. It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Henson. Shaka, Bamba, Boomba, Shingdings, and the glory. Yes! Timothy! Matagold Stalworth Henson, this is the Distorted View Show. 
My friends call me Amorosa. Doesn't she have like seven names? Amorosa, Manigault, Star Wars, Clark Duncan, or something like that. Uh, yes, back here doing the Wednesday show. Got a great program for you. It's been a while since I featured a really bad stand-up comedian. I hate playing these. First of all, the cringe is strong with these. Uh, second of all, you know, it's hard. Stand-up is so hard to do. You've got to string together thoughts and ideas and words in a way that uh, that's going to make the majority of the audience laugh. And these people are against you. Make no mistake. These people don't want you to succeed. Now, it's different if you're an established comedian, I think. But if you're some, like, new guy, like, this is just a amateur night or something, they're sizing you up, looking at you, and their attitude is, all right, try and make me laugh. It's different than, oh, Louis C.K.'s coming up, I can't wait to laugh. It's more like, let's see if this asshole can make me crack a smile. That being said, no one put a gun up to this kid's head, and the result, uh, you know, speaks for itself. Vaginas are weird. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Can't go wrong saying the word vagina. That got a couple chuckles, right? Not even a complete joke. And as you'll find, I don't think once he he completes a joke. Vaginas are weird. No, I'm serious. I had a weird experience with that guy and the other dude. Um, there's two toilets in there, and it's like, what do I do when I walk? You know, it's, do, do you watch him pee? Yes. You know? I mean, I gotta pee. And I pee twice. I had to pee twice during the shh. But, um, what was I gonna talk about? Well, that wasn't a joke. You were just kind of saying what happened there, and you thought it was funny. No one else did. Just because you find something funny doesn't mean it's good material. To tell uh, as a joke in a stand-up venue. Let's see if he can recover. And by the mere fact that I'm featuring this on my show, you should probably realize that no, he did not recover. Uh, sex is weird. Okay. You gotta fucking, you know, get up in there. You know what I mean? It's fucking art. <laughs> I don't know. But, um, Uh, That's like the worst. That's like, to me, nothing makes me cringe harder than when a stand-up comedian who's up there to talk, right? He should have everything prepared. When he says something like, what was I going to talk about? What was the next thing I was going to say? Oh. Why? What was that? I don't even know why I'm bothering to rewind this. In there, you know what I mean? It's fucking art. What was I going to say? I don't know. But, um, what was I going to talk about? Uh, Kids on leashes. Why? Okay. All right. I'm with you. Kids on leashes. Like, you know, jerk them. Get over here, Steven. You know? (laughs) Um, what else? I was going to talk about something else. (laughs) You didn't even talk about the, the kids unleashed thing. You said one thing. It's my first time back in two years. I came here two years ago. I talked about masturbation with a with a I had a sock because I didn't have a rag. Um, and my dog watched me one time, and I didn't. I don't regret it because it felt good. Um, there are a couple people who are just sort of like they want to be on board with him. <laughs> They're giving him some courtesy laughs. The issue is, it's like 
he wrote the start of the jokes, but he didn't write the punchlines. You know what I mean? Yeah. Jesus. God. Um, I fast forward a bit. He started talking about the lights in the comedy club. Bright. Uh, well, I have a story. This is true. Um, I s- s- smoked marijuana one time, a couple times, four, four times. Um, this goes on for 11 minutes. We're barely past the one minute mark. I, I mean, I don't know how much you want to hear. Legal, sorry. Is there cops outside? <laughs> but um, this was my last time doing it because it was like the worst experience ever. We're okay. in the woods. And um, I'm like, this is, this, what is this? You know, this isn't fucking <laughs> And it fucking hit me. And I was like, oh shit. It was when we're farther into the woods too. And every time that I was here, like mentally in my meat skin body, I was like fucking. <laughs> I was your words. Oh no. And then when I walked on this muddy because it rained earlier and it was freaking, that felt like quicksand. I'm like, wait guys, you know, I don't know. I felt like I was going to die. I, I was scared for my freaking life. And then my friends were making jokes. Like, Come on, Thomas. And I'm just like, I'm Fuck you, man. You asshole. <laughs> Fucker. <laughs> I just, just keep I, swearing. I mean, I'm literally... I'm like, Vagina gotta laugh. Really outgoing, but then sometimes I can be, like, really awkward. Like, sometimes, like, now I'm, like, outgoing, but awkward at the same time. Right. I'm just, like, you awkward? No. You know, I do this a lot. Like, when he was peeing, I'm... Oh, my... <laughs> I saw some weird drawings in there, like, I watch you while you pee your dick, out of your dick. I pee out my asshole. I don't pee out my dick. That's weird. I sit my asshole down. Sometimes I like to just squirt over, you know? And it kind of makes a little toot. Oh shit! <laughs> Literal shit. I can't believe he's getting laughs. He's to me, he's starting to win over the crowd with his pee out of his butt routine. It fell in the toilet. You know, that's gross. <laughs> but um, it's been talk about sex noises and stuff like that because that's, sometimes they're weird. It's like he's really going for the easiest stuff: vagina, sex, drugs. You know. Um, Pretty much everything we talk about here on the show. <laughs> Maybe I should take a few pointers from this kid. 11 minutes seems like a long time to give this guy, right? Like, he's not a professional. All right, let me fast forward towards the end here. This is around the nine minute mark. Skateboard to work, which is like just right fucking down the street. And I'm just like, I could just fucking, I, I just want to fucking roll over a pebble and fall on my fucking head. So I just don't have to work anymore. And then I could have me on little La La Land the rest of my life. You know what I mean? No. <laughs> and I'd be sitting in the... Ah! And then people would be like, oh, that's, that's a shame, man. Nothing. <laughs> I mean, I'd be having a great time. I wouldn't even fucking remember this shit. Well, that's something you have in common with your audience. They all want to forget the last ten minutes of your act. Uh, let's check in with Face Ahead. Fago Nigerakon. Yeah, now you remember who Face What's Ahead is. He's the imbecile trying to redefine offensive words. The N-word means friend. Uh, Retard means prepare. Faggot means AIDS-ridden homo. He really needs to work on that one. I don't really remember what homo means or faggot means. Fago nigera contard. It really isn't that hard. English lovers calling card. 
Fago Negara Contar. All right, here's the thing, freaks. I've got one more video from this guy, and uh, I'm embarrassed. I'm concerned more than I am embarrassed. I'm concerned that I found myself actually saying out loud, well, yeah, he's, he kind of makes sense here. Why is this? He's bringing up a good point. This really does sound like something that I would subject you guys to. One of my ideas or concerns. Already, how's it going? Um, this is going to be the last alphabet video. Yeah, he does this thing where he uh, recites the alphabet, but the letters are in the wrong order. I uh, have felt very dorky doing it the way I've been doing it, doing it backwards, doing it inside. Oh my god, face what's ahead has become self-aware, finally. Outside, um, skipping letters. And it's been entertaining, but um, the underlying thesis is just that these things are arbitrary. The ordering of the letters, it's not done by vowels and then consonants or by right. the number of sounds or the position of the tongue. None of the, there's no, all traditions in society are simply irrational. I mean, do you understand what he's saying? There's no reason why the the alphabet has to be structured the way it is. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. They're just letters. But we're taught, you know, when you're in kindergarten or first grade, you'll have tests like, what comes after C? What's the letter that comes after C? Well, it doesn't fucking matter. That's like saying, list the colors in proper order. Like, there's no proper order for colors. Red, green, blue, yellow, magenta, Indian summer. All right, so I'm, I'm officially on board with what this guy's saying. Relics. And it's arbitrary. So which ones do we choose to perpetuate? Which ones do we modify? Which ones do we change entirely? Yeah, we should really put the most important letters first. And if you look at the alphabet, really the most important letters, T, S is a big one, R. I mean, you'll have at the very, very end, the tail end of the alphabet, X, Y, Z. Those should stay there. Actually, I would move Y a bit up. Because there's a lot of, whenever you, whenever something is E, like very chunky, a lot of uh, adjectives or adverbs, whatever that is, whatever the one that ends in Y, I think it's adverbs, right? Uh, end in Y. So it's, Y is a more important letter. Q should be moved further down and replaced. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm taking this guy seriously. I, I should Skype with him. A meeting of the minds. To perpetuate. Which ones do we modify? Which ones do we change entirely? And uh, I'm saying that these different alphabets are as good as the original. But with numbers, I think Hanumal is better than decimal. And uh, uh, cunt friend and retard prepared. You're my cunt. These things are better. He's a good cunt. And therefore, we should continue with them. Um, so this is the last alphabet uh, arrangement. Oh, Let me guess. The alphabet is going to go N-I-G-G. -G. I don't know why. The G is so important. It's in there twice. N-I-G-G-E-R-C-U-N-T. You know, R-E-T-D. <laughs> for this channel. Thanks for watching it. N-I-G. I knew it. I knew it. All right. N-I-G. <laughs> N-I-G-E-R-F-A-Q-O V-U-C-K Why didn't he go F-U-C-K? S-H-Y-T Shit 
DMBJLPYXZ. Even this madman has enough sense to put uh, X and Z at the end there. All right, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist of fucked up news right now. Thank you to everyone who uh, is sharing and pointing out the fact that the dude from the Jay Giles band is dead. I mentioned it on yesterday's show. It's funny because uh, when I brought it up, I was like, I don't know if I ever told you guys this, but I hate the Jay Giles band. I didn't remember that I, I must have, over the years, mentioned it several times. Because people who haven't listened uh, listened to the podcast in years came out of the woodworks. <laughs> and they're like, Tim, great day. Just heard the news. You must be walking on sunshine. Uh, if you'd like to sign up for the Sideshow and get yesterday's exclusive program and tomorrow's exclusive program and years' worth of exclusive programs, uh, you actually get full access to the entire archive of DV. Thousands and thousands of shows. Sign up for the Sideshow. Superfreaksideshow.com. It is our member site. Every week we do bonus material. It really does help me out. I do this show for a living, so I rely on you freaks. Superfreaksideshow.com. It's only $6.99 a month, even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. Maybe you're already a Sideshow member. Maybe you uh, have no interest in bonus content or years' worth of archives. You just want to throw a few dollars my way. We've got a Patreon account, patreon.com slash distortedview. Check that out. I just posted some updates uh, for those freaks. So uh, a couple ways to support the stupidity. Three quick stories now. First up, hey, we got one from our most fucked up stage. Say it with me. Uh, oh yeah. Crazy just Give me hallelujah. Down on Florida. Did a moon moon all day. comes from Stewart, Florida. A man tried to buy human skin for $400 on Facebook. According to statements a Stewart woman gave a... Real quick, I gotta mention this. This is a legitimate news source. It's part of the USA Today network. Check out how they write the first line of this uh, story. Some guy tried to buy human skin for... Four, like, who, that's not a professional way of writing that. Some guy. Would you just say, a man. A man tried to purchase human skin for $400. Why do I have to be the voice of professionalism? I talk about cum farts and granny porn and prolapsed assholes. I have the correct real journalism? Oh, my God. <laughs> what have we become? All right. Some guy tried to buy human skin for 400 bucks on Facebook. 400 skinnies. Is that a way to say... Listen to that. Do you hear that? They're mowing my yard again at 7 fucking 30 p.m. And the only thing that's going to be mowed is the strip right under my fucking window. This is the only thing he's going to mow today. Go back and forth, back and forth. It drives me up the fucking wall. How many times do I have to tell my landlord? Do it in the morning when I'm sleeping. Uh, all right. Some guy tried to buy human skin for $400. I'm going to skin that fucking lawn mowing asshole. You want some brown skin? You know, he's fucking 
dark. Uh, all right. What could be uh, what could be described as a case to make your flesh crawl happened on March 14th, according to the report. Deputies went to an address on Northwest River Trail in quote reference to someone trying to buy human skin. So I, basically, I've read the same sentence 17 times. Like, they're different paragraphs, but there's no new information. Some guy wants to purchase skin for $400 on Facebook. Deputies went to an address of a man who said he wanted to buy skin on Facebook. This is just a, a horrible news story. Someone is really slacking off here. A woman told a deputy she found a man attempting to purchase skin on Facebook. This is I'm not rereading it. I'm continuing on. The ad, she said, was posted on Jensen Beach Garage Sale. The ad indicated $400 would be paid for human skin. The ad was taken down, perhaps because... It's illegal to purchase skin. Uh, no, uh, perhaps because of concerns having skin in the game. Is that a joke? <laughs> a deputy demonstrated there's more than one way to skin a cat because the investigator, <laughs> the investigator was able to... Is this a real news? <laughs> well, he was able to click on the individual who posted the ad and it revealed the individual's name. Uh, if the deputy knew the man's name, it may be difficult for that person to save his own skin. More skin puns there. The report cites Florida statute uh, 873.01, which prohibits buying and selling human organs and tissue. Violations are a felony. So if the ad placer is caught, prosecutors may want to extract their pound of flesh. Good. God. Second story we have for you today. A Staten Island man was arrested for stalking after waging a decades-long campaign of harassment against a woman who was once his fourth-grade pen pal. It does not pay to socialize with people. I remember... Yeah, maybe it was the fourth grade. Fourth grade, we were given the opportunity to uh, get pen uh, pen pals, right? The teacher asked us, you know, what? Wh where would you like to go in the world? And I was like, Italy. And uh, there's there's some service that connected kids, you know, with with each other for pen pals. And this kid, I guess, uh, wrote in English, spoke English, whatever, was fluent in English. So uh, I was given the task to write the first letter to my pen pal, which I never did. Look, you know, I tried to argue. I've got enough on my plate with schoolwork. I've got my own friends. A highly curated bunch. People that I could get along with, right? It took me a long time to find my small circle of friends. I don't need to start writing and communicating with someone who I'm probably not going to like. Writing takes a lot. This was before computers. I mean, computers were around, but, you know, you had to write, actually write out the letter. It seemed like a lot of work for very little payoff. So what? In like a month and a half, two months, I'm going to get a letter in the mail with some kid telling me what he likes to eat and what his favorite color is and then start asking me what it's like to live in America and then I have to say it's great just imagine what what your life is like and then imagine it like 10 times better because everything's better here in the US USA number one we have more money we have more stuff to eat we have more things to buy we have better cars 
you know, it's just me bragging, basically. I do. I don't think the friendship would have blossomed. And you know, do you still communicate with your, you know, fourth grade pen pal? No, of course not. You write one or two times, and that's it. I, you know what? I was like, I'm not going to put the kid through this. <laughs> this is ultimately going to go nowhere. I'm not even going to start something up. Now, if this would have happened in, like, I don't know, the 8th or ninth grade, right, if, if I was given the opportunity, if that was a school project back then, oh, you get a, a, a pen pal, I could at least be like, hey, send me some nudes or, or something, you know what I mean? I could talk dirty to the pen pal, because, you know, hormones then were raging, and I was looking for some dick. All right, uh, I don't know. Uh, Jason Christopher Hughes, 46, allegedly wrote a stream of creepy emails to two women, one of whom he'd been writing letters to since the 1970s. Hughes wrote about darkness and evil he would bring to the women. <laughs> he and his former pen pal met in the late 70s when they became pen pals, and Hughes sent hundreds of letters that described his troubled home life. When the woman stopped responding, because, you know, eventually all pen pal relationships fizzle out, he allegedly turned up at her college dorm and later threatened to kill her and all of her loved ones. Hughes wrote in the emails that he hates children... Now, this guy I should have been pen pals with. We've got so much in common. He laughs when they're eaten by wild dogs, he wrote. <laughs> All right. He also, Jesus, he also sent the woman a link to a Smithsonian Magazine article about five children who died in a fire. Hughes then also sent a second woman disturbing emails about dismembering bodies, according to documents. So luckily he has been arrested. Here's the thing, though. Isn't uh, prison pen pals a big thing? Like, there's nothing to do in prison. You've got nothing but time, so you just write letters to people. This is giving the guy exactly what he wants. Access to more people to torment. Maybe I should get a prison pen pal, and then I can just read the letters on the show. Sounds like a good bit until the, you know, prisoner is released and finds out what's been going on. He's going to track me down and kill me. Or her. Could be a woman inmate. All right, final story we have for you today. This one comes from the UK. Mumsnet, I guess, is like a website or a forum for mothers to gather. Uh, their users have been left in hysterics by an uh, inappropriate toy called Silly Sausage. I'm sorry, sausage. I like to cover my sausage and meowness. All right, Mumsnet users have been left in hysterics by an inappropriate. It's hard to say an inappropriate. Uh, left in hysterics by an inappropriate toy called Silly Sausage, which challenges players to test their speed, coordination, and memory skills while handling a big phallic sausage. Dubbed a great game for the whole family, a bright red electronic worst gives commands such as twist me, shake me, poke me, stretch me, dip me, insert me, lick just the tip of me, work the head of me, swallow my sausage load, and other commands. No, uh, just twist me. It's like bop it, basically. Twist me, shake me, guide me into a gaping hole. Jesus Christ, this lawnmower. Can you hear that? I'm hoping the background music of DV covers it up instrumental. Oh, it's too much. Alright, so where are we at here? Oh, if you want to see a picture of a young girl holding what it appears to be a dildo, <laughs> check out today's featured image at distortedview.com. Uh, yes! Taking to the parenting forum, user Rose Gold Hippie commented, 
Am I being unreasonable, or is this the most inappropriate game you've ever seen? It's called Silly Sausage, and it's suitable for ages 7 plus. I think I might have pulled something laughing, but seriously, who the hell agreed that this was okay? I mean, it does just look like a sausage. It doesn't have, like, a dick-shaped head or, or anything, but, I mean, it, I mean, it could have been anything. You could have... It could have been silly salmon or something. It could have been like a fish-shaped thing. I don't know why they had to pick a wiener. Also, am I being unreasonable that uh, I kind of want one? She later added, Also should have mentioned it's available in all quite reputable stores, so it isn't even a joke. Again, I don't think you can purchase this game here in the U.S. yet. It's not stateside yet, uh, but Silly Sausage is available in the UK. There you go, that, my friends, is your distorted news for Wednesday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. All right, many ways to contact DV. Uh, show at distortedview.com. That's our email address. Twitter and Instagram. I am known as Distorted View, all one word. Facebook.com slash Distorted View Show and Snapchat DV Daily. I haven't really posted that much on DV Daily except for. Uh, I put my face on my dog, you know, using one of those face swap features. I pretty much am acting like a 13-year-old girl just discovering Snapchat. Because I kind of am. I never really understood the appeal of Snapchat, but I'm kind of getting it. Like, I still don't understand the UI. It still confuses the fuck out of me. I don't know what I'm pressing, what I'm swiping, tapping. I I don't know where I'm at in the fucking app. But I can understand the appeal of, like, stories now. You just, you know, go through people's pictures or, like, you know, I follow Entertainment Weekly and they have, like, little interesting tidbits of information and videos and stuff. I'd like to start posting stuff like that on DV. It'll probably never happen. But you can follow me on Snapchat if you want to be my friend. DV Daily. Distorted View was already taken. Some fucking asshole took that. All right. A uh, couple Patreon patron calls. Jigoo Timmy Boo is Canadian Sledger Freak Sunshine Bunny Crush. And I'm calling in because today... Day or whenever you're playing this, April 13th is my birthday. I'm turning the big 2-5, and that means it's also about 10 years of listening to your wow, show. Wow, a decade so of distortion. thanks for fucking up most of my adult life. But uh, it's a boon for you, because it means I'll be re-upping on my uh, slideshow member oh, subscription. Good. But Timmy, uh, you know, I'm getting older, and it's got me thinking about the future. What's the what's the future for the show, Timmy Boo? You've been doing this for well over a decade now. Yeah. You really should be talking to, like, the Guinness people to see if you can't get in their, their book of records for, like, the most daily podcast. But where does the show go from here? Have you thought about that? Have you thought 30 years down the road what your retirement plans are? Oh, no. <laughs> I guess just- I'm hoping, like, here's the thing. I uh, I don't want to die early, but the one nice thing about dying early is I don't have to worry about retirement. You know what I mean? Like, how, how am I going to live? But, you know, I pay my taxes, and some of that goes into, like, retirement, right? <laughs> I get statements every once in a while. So I'm hoping I can live off the government. <laughs> That's my retirement plan. <laughs> I really should talk with someone about that. But, you know, I'm just... Uh, you know, I I have no reason to think that I can't keep doing this, <laughs> right? As long as I'm able to talk through my strokes and all. Yourself. Regardless, in the meantime, here's hoping you keep doing your show because yeah. you are a ray of sunshine in this dismal world. Jigu. Yeah, well, you know, in some way, shape, or form, I really think uh, as long as you guys are still with me, I've got uh, nothing to worry about. <laughs> 
Hey Tim, sideshow member and patron, Greg from Austin calling. Um, my 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 real retirement plan is I'm hoping one of my freaks, one of you guys out there, my millions of listeners, uh, hits the lottery big time or like somehow falls ass backwards into a, a windfall. Of money, right? Maybe you get hit by a car. Maybe you're dragged out of a United Airlines airplane, right? And you get some sort of million, you know, $25 million settlement. You can help Timmy Boo out, right? I could be your charity case. Um, I'm a little behind on the episodes. On 4-6, you talked about maybe changing up the format of the show, whether you'd go a couple times a week or once a week and do longer shows with, you know, extra content and all that stuff. Um, he said, well... Uh, personally, Tim, it's my opinion. I like the way you've done the show. I think arguably you've got a fairly good formula. I mean, you've been able to live off of it for um, for a decade. Uh, that's nothing to, uh, to scoff at. And uh, I am a little shocked that you aren't doing uh, better. I think you, I think I, I feel like your show is good <laughs> enough that it ought to be doing better. I don't know why you don't have that, that many more members. But for what it's worth, I think your formula is pretty good. Now, I I don't know. I might like longer shows. I mean, whatever you decide to do, I'm not going to stop giving you money. Cause well, well, thank you very much for that. I'm, I'm glad that I've got... That's what seems to be the consensus from most people. They're like, uh, they're either, yeah, I think you, know, you could try this or that, or I like this show. But uh, most of you have been like, yeah, I'm going to continue supporting this nonsense, which is great, which will give me the opportunity to experiment. I'm thinking what we're going to do is try things out on a like a monthly basis like we'll be like all right in june we're going to we're going to try this new format for a month and then we'll go back to the normal episodes of DV and then I'll get feedback during that month like how you guys are liking it and i think maybe a month worth of shows will give you a good idea of what the new format would be like right so i think the first thing we're going to try and this was, uh, someone suggested this, but it's an idea that I kind of had uh, as well. We're along the same lines. And we might do this in May or June. Is uh, continue with daily programs, but uh, the daily shows are only going to be like 10, 15 minutes long. And we're going to focus just on the crazy news story. So every day there's going to be, you know, three or four news stories. It'll be a short podcast. And then one day a week is going to be like a two hour show or an hour and a half long show. And uh, it's going to be a little bit different than what we've done in the past. I mean, I'm going to have like a segment where I go through all the crazy audio and stuff like that. Uh, and then there's going to be some other stuff as well that I want to try. So we're going to do that um, again. Short daily shows for everyone. One big show and then stuff for Sideshow members as well throughout the week. And the big show will be for Sideshow members, but a portion of that will be for everyone. Yeah, I, I think that's going to be kind of cool to try. Uh, but yeah, that's coming up in the next one. been a listener too. for over a decade. But um, the point is, you're still going to get plenty of me. I'm not going anywhere. Uh, I think I think I like it the way it is. Honestly, that's uh, that's but that's just me. If uh, for what it's worth, I think you should keep the show a daily. Um, I don't know of any other podcaster who the same way that you do. Right. The the issue I think is uh, it's overwhelming a lot of freaks. A lot of freaks have other podcasts to listen to, and uh, these 45 minute long shows every day uh, tend to pile up for some freaks and they feel overwhelmed they have to skip some shows or whatever uh, so we'll see what happens there we're gonna just try some try some stuff 
and uh, I will have a way for you guys to uh, give me feed an easy way for you guys to give me feedback um, and let me know how we're doing that way. Okay, uh, let's move on. A couple more voicemails. Hey, Tim, Tim, guess what I did? I, I had a dick queef. It wasn't like a full no. queef, like a... But I drink a lot of alcohol one night, and I woke up the next day, and I had, like, bubble piss. It, like, oh. it started... I started piss. I think that's a sure way to dick queef, is somehow get your piss to, <laughs> to be all bubbly. I don't think that's normal, though. I've never drank so much alcohol or beer that my pee came out, f- like, foamy like that. Like, foamy from the tip. And I had, like, bubble piss. It, like, it started... I started pissing, and then... As it went on, it slowly went. Oh, it sizzled. This shit was weird. That must be jarring when you hear noises coming from your penis. I went to the nurse and they said they'd never heard of it before, but I swear to fuck it happened. <laughs> anyway. You should have showed him that X-Tube clip of the guy who shoves, like, uh, crystal meth rocks in his cock hole. Love the show. You know, the same thing happened to me. I was, well, not the same thing, <laughs> but like a doctor told me, I've never heard of this. I went to the doctor and I uh, was telling him, hey, I can sneeze with my eyes open. This happened when I was a, like a teenager. I tried very hard because I always heard you can't sneeze with your eyes open. And so I would hold my eyes open as I would sneeze, trying to train myself. I don't know why I was doing this. I was just trying to come up with something, you know, that would be uh, unique about me. Teenagers are all, all about that, right? They want to be uh, known for something. <laughs> I can clap with one hand and I can sneeze with my eyes open. And um, my good friend Joe was able to take a picture, he says, as I was sneezing with my eyes open. I don't know how he timed this. I don't know how this happened. But I went to the doctor because a lot of people didn't believe me that that this was a thing that I can do. And, uh, you know, it's not supposed to be a thing you can do. I'm a medical marvel or a freak of nature. Uh, And the doctor looked at me. I was like, hey, uh, I can sneeze with my eyes open. And he's like, yeah, okay." And I I was like, well, you're not supposed to be able to do that. And he's like, where did you hear that? That's not a thing. No one ever says you can't do that. Yeah, you can sneeze with your eyes open. BFD, big fucking deal. Big whoop, right? And I'm like, oh, I was totally deflated. Like that. It's not quite the same thing as pissing and queefing out of your dick. That was sort of a obligatory thing to say because I do, but you got to say it if you call it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway. Well, thanks for the story. Try to make that happen again. True, Tim. This is Dick and Nuts, and I'm calling you uh, via Bluetooth in a uh, rental car, so I don't know how that sounds. Oh, but I was, fancy. I was listening to uh, Florida Man call in and school you about Waluigi. But he's actually wrong. Of course he is. He knows nothing, and he's always wrong. And I hate him for some reason. Again, I'm, I know I'm mad at him. I don't remember why. Uh, Waluigi. Oh, I think it was something about the Patreon line. First appearance was actually. Listen to this. Again. God fucking Christ. <laughs> I mean, I realize he's doing his job mowing my lawn. But you can't do that any other time. It has to be at 8 o'clock at night. In um, Super Mario World 2. The Yoshi was, uh, one? The Yoshi one. Yeah. He was, um, at the very end, there's a secret ending you can get. And Waluigi comes out and he takes the baby. Uh, that was really interesting. And then he was also in uh, the second game that he was ever in. He wasn't in any Nintendo 64 games. He was actually in... Uh, the Wii Punch-Out game. 
He was unlockable there. You could actually play as Waluigi. Really? If you put in the Konami code after you beat... I don't, I don't think any of this is real. Donkey Kong, who was also a hidden character in that game. So, um... I don't really know what he's talking about otherwise, but, uh, yeah, that's basically how Waluigi ended up in, uh... A lot of our favorite games. So. I'm going to have to verify that in Wikipedia. Hey, Tim Tim, guess what I did? Oh, sorry. That's the wrong one. So, oh, I'm God. This is Vladimir Putin. I call with greetings from the white, wonderful land of Russia. I would like, it's, it's very snowy, but it's also very, very white. We are very Caucasian. It's very good. Yeah. I, I would like to say, uh, I'm thinking, we have sent Mr. Tillerson, my Secretary of State for your, your United States. Yeah. He is taking trip to uh, Asia, and we will be uh, taking only one media personality. I, unfortunately, it is not in front of it this time. We are thinking next time, uh, we, we are downsized. We are taking smaller planes. We are saving the American totally go. money. Uh, next time we take Learjet and maybe we have to refuel on some good islands or something. But, you know, I wonder if you want to come along. On I'll tag along. Diplomatic do some podcasts. With us. On um, the road. I, I call it the... Well, you guys don't like the gays, right? I heard something about gay concentration camps in Chechnya. Florida man impression for you. I'm not falling for this trap. You're just trying to lock me up. Lock me up with hundreds of other gay... Sweaty men. <laughs> oh my god. I, I, I'm changing my mind again. I'm, I'm on there. Gay concentration camp sounds great. I really hope they thought that, that through, that whole gay concentration camp idea. I hope they uh, keep these gays in solitary confinement because you don't want to put more than one gay guy together. Shenanigans will occur. All right, that is all the uh, ass-thumping shenanigans. That's all the time we have on this edition of the show. I want you guys to email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail on for you, 206-666-4463. That's 206 Spread the distortion. STD, tell all your friends about the podcast. Don't forget to rate us and review us on iTunes. I will see you tomorrow if and only if you're Sideshow members. Otherwise, I'll be back on Friday to end the week. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody.